This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Gene Simmons was quoted this week saying he doesn't have any friends. Is it possible Gene is just a simulation like me? Don't worry. You may not have any friends, but you still have lots of customers, and isn't that what really counts? Unrelated. Happy Rosh Hashan now. Our IP live cast starts now. Shannon is a day early, but yes, it's Rosh Hashanah. We're two days early. It's a fun day. What day is it? Who knows anymore? Welcome, RIP Livecast. It's Rob here with Sid and Durinsky. Hey, on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. It's fall. Summer is officially over. Barf. It's over. Summer's Disgusting. over. I was telling Rob the other day, you know, I need. Like literally the first day of autumn, like by the calendar, it became fucking freezing. Like I need a ran- I need like a taxi to the, the runway to taxi on into the shitty I weather. I mean, it was yeah. When freezing is a bit much. It was the morning. It was like in the fifties, and no. then it was back to like sixty seven. I defy that uh, interpretation. <laughs> I think it was about thirty one outside. <laughs> Oh my god. Yes. It was about 12 degrees, Sid. It felt Jeez. like the North fucking pole after all this hot weather that we've had. I guess with my waterfront property, I just have a warmer climate somehow by me. I must you have a cooler have... climate, you mean. I, Apparently I not. Yeah. Well, isn't that a waterfront thing? Yes, but cooler. somehow it was warmer by me than by you guys, so somehow it's reversed. <laughs> I can't I take it. Can't take it. It was uh, honestly the reverse for this summer. It was a very, I feel like it was very uh, temperate. It wasn't like 110 degrees ever. It was nice and warm all the time, but it wasn't like blazing. I don't hot. know. Except for a it couple of it was a I week. Was blazing there. hot this summer. Yeah. You think so? Um, I think there was one yeah. really bad week and the rest of it was very, very nice. Very beautiful. I feel like there were moments, there was definitely a, a good month where you could not leave the house, or not you couldn't leave the house, where it was uncomfortable to leave the house between noon and like 4 p.m. I did not experience that. Perhaps your body can handle the heat better than most. That's true. I do love it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Whoa. Rona? We got a Rona robber? We got a PCR test anywhere? <laughs> I have been out in public this week. I went to uh, Darren and I went to uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Oh, AEW uh, Grand Slam. We went to see a pro wrestling event. How was it? Very fun. It was great. The event itself was great. And I have to say that stadium is great. And the weirdest thing about it was that uh, other than like right in the very peak of the show, any other time that we walked around, it was like a ghost town. It was a full house. I don't know how hmm. we were like walking around the concourse and there was like one or two. The people at the concession stands were just kind of like sitting there like this. Huh. I guess everyone loves AEW so much. They just stay in their seat the whole time. It's mm-hmm. a testament. Well, to I think we were walking product. around. We were walking around already like past like halfway through the show already, you know, like past yeah, 10 o'clock. So it's like that is true. But I mean, when we went back to the seats. They were all occupied. It's not like people yeah. at home. In fact, we tried it, it to was, we tried to sneak down, and uh, it was not easy. We got kicked out a couple of times. Oh shit! Fi- really? We finally made a, a, a safe landing, but it took a f- it took some effort. 
Yeah, so uh, it's so funny because in that venue, it's very clear half of security cares about their job and half doesn't, and it's all about who you <laughs> who you run into. So the whole lower bowl section uh, to even get into that area, it's it's closed off. You have to pass uh, security and show them your ticket that you belong in the lower bowl. So the first. So, okay, so it's already halfway through the show. The main, the live show is over. Mm-hmm. Then they tape the show that airs Friday night. So I mean, it's two- still a live show for you there. Right, right, right. But like, right, but everyone cares show, about the live show is the point. Everyone, okay. So like the after TV the cameras, main, okay. yeah, after the main show, there was like a 15 to 20% exodus in the audience. Cause also huh. it was already 10 o'clock at night. You know, it's, okay. it's a Wednesday night and the show went till 1240. We didn't even make Damn. it. Damn. We left. Really? There. We could, left. There was one it. match left. Oh, two matches left. Oh, two, left. two. Yeah, yeah. But they it weren't was, that it was good. The you point. didn't care about seeing them. I would have uh, cared I mean, if it was like in the beginning. But like they were. Yeah. They were like the two- at that point yeah. in the night, it was just. Also, I was like kind of dozing off, and I still had to drive home. And you got to take that into account, you know. Like I need energy. I need to be awake to drive. So mm-hmm. I figured I, the our 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 safety and and lives. Were more valuable than seeing these I two mean, matches. <laughs> so I was shifty I was, shortcake in the chat. By the way, Rob, he has your number. It says Rob needs oh. security to be a Kenyan diplomat before he'll push his way past them. Oh no! Yeah. You know, <laughs> sometimes I'm sometimes I'm vulnerable <laughs> on the show, and I really regret it. I tell you why. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Do you know who I am? AEW, Arthur <laughs> Ashe, Tennis not, Stadium that's not, Security. That's not, I, now you're turning the story around. That's not, I didn't say that at all. And honestly, wouldn't Rob be like in the AEW version of a Kenyan diplomat himself? He's people who knows people. You right. Shouldn't you have had all yeah. access passes to begin with? Well, he was people who knew people in the airport and the customs too. That was his whole point. <laughs> Uh, uh, I would have yeah, so the first I the first security it. did not let us in, so we just walked, we looped around and found another one who had disdain for her job <laughs> and just didn't even bother checking it. So we breezed right in. She didn't. Well, and, time out. She didn't just not bother checking. She never diverted her gaze from the conversation. She didn't even she acknowledge us. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even acknowledge us. She didn't go like, what's that? Oh, okay, go ahead. Not even that. That was beyond. Yeah, we just walked right past her. Bless her heart. Serena Williams? Did they just make her work at the stadium after she lost? Oh, is that that what they're playing for? Not to have to uh, work at the stadium? Not to have to work the AEW show. (laughs) If you lose a retirement match at the U.S. Open, yeah, you just have to work there. Yeah, they had Jimmy Connors doing hot dogs. Now that I think of it, I just walked by this old guy. See live? Did that joke work? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Old tennis player. He's so, the poor man's uh, John McEnroe. Yeah, I see. Kind of. So when we were up at our original seats, I eyed a section that had enough seats to seat us, and I and it was like a good section too. But again, we ran into a problem being the security for that section actually cared about their jobs. So <laughs> we uh, we sat down, and just as I sat down, they're like, can we see your tickets, please? And it's like, oh, well, 
all right. And then we just got up and left. I was like, oh, yeah, we don't, we don't belong here. They were like, yeah, we thought so. All right. Go back to your seats, please. <laughs> but Did you look like just... lower class than the typical people at the lower bowl of an AEW show somehow? They're like, no, these guys can't afford those tickets. No, I think it's just because they were, they were paying enough attention to see that the people who were sat at those seats had left. Ah, uh, fair. And by the way, it was the usual assortment of neckbeards in that. That's section. what I figured. Yeah. It wasn't, there wasn't any, it's not like there was a, yeah, like an, there was, a, an elite, pun intended, uh, a section there. There was no one drinking mojitos and uh, like they weren't checking their investment banking I will say, I, I've been to multiple tennis matches at Arthur Ashe Stadium in the upper oh, really? bowl, and there's really not a bad seat in the place. I like, agree. I agree. Uh, the so way your the, seat's the so stadium, bad that you felt the no, need? No. Well, it it's not that they were bad, but. The thing is, I feel with pro wrestling, when you're closer, you uh, see the facial reaction. You see the subtleties more. Otherwise, you'd have to watch that more on the on the big screen. And so from from our original vantage point, we, we, we there were points where you had to look up at the screen to really see mm, okay. what was going on. Uh, but then so we eventually did fight. We, we, you know, got kicked out, eventually did find a spot, saw people, a whole family like pack up and leave and we were like this is it this is our spot and we sat there but then the the problem was by the time we sat there we're sitting and it's like okay i feel like 10 minutes into this match we're watching it uh hit me that holy shit i'm fucking tired and i want to go home (laughs) you had the adrenaline from from fighting these security guards and doing stealth work to get a new seat and then when it went off yeah yeah, then it was like, oh shit! It is, it is already fucking eleven thirty, and I'm an old man, and I'm already in bed by now. And then I saw you doing the advanced calculus in your head, like, how good is this match coming yeah. up? <laughs> how tired am is I? It worth it? Yeah, it was. I absolutely had to do that mathematics of like, all right, well, <laughs> I I went, I looked up what matches were left, and I'm like, yeah, I do want to see them, but yeah, like if it was if it was like anyway. Okada versus Ishii or something, like you would have been like, right. okay. I'm staying. No, Fuck yeah, this. Yeah. Stay at 4 a.m. Right, right. But it wasn't that. And, and I watched them on TV, and I did not regret leaving uh-huh. early. I so. didn't watch yet. Not, I want to see. Not, it was, not that it was bad. It was good. But no surprises happened. That's what you were worried about. There was a battle royal. Right. Scene. There was a battle oh. royal yeah. that we missed. Wow. But we did see a lot of stuff. We saw the great Muta. Yeah. Oh, he's still he alive? Out. He yeah. came out. He came out to save Sting. How how oh ridiculous! Oh my god! Twenty twenty two. It was great, but it wasn't eighty nine. It wasn't done in like WWE style, where the old man has equal footing with the good young guys, and it's all stupid. And it was just like believable. It was like fan service. It was like okay. just a, a circle jerk, you know. It was fine, it was, and it wasn't in the top main event level. It was like in the middle of the card, and they just had a big clusterfuck, like no DQ match with breaking tables and stuff. It was good. It works. Like the yeah, he, he just way. came out and sprayed his mist. He didn't do anything not believable. Was and he, he looks like a shirt. A... No, no, oh, he, he took, took it off. off. He had a he shirt. Took shape. it off. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him, he had a robe and he took it off. But he no. was, he was topless. He, he was looks topless like a Muda daddy. It looks like a grizzled old ex MMA guy who's like sixty now. That's what he looks. Like. Okay, gray okay. chest hair. It looked like fighting bears in the fucking. In the <laughs> You can see in the wrestling Discord. There's a photo. Uh, it was posted this morning of shirtless uh, we Muda. Do, yeah, shirtless Muda. We have That's a Discord, by the way. If you didn't know, you can hang out with us all week long. If the podcast isn't enough for you, 
Dusty Rose uh, Muffler says, Rob and 3D were actually at the Great American Bash in 1989. I wish. I was fucking six years Legendary. old. Legendary. <laughs> Dusty is in that Discord you were just about to talk about that I rudely interrupted. So He's in there. Yes, lot. we have a Discord. Dusty's in there. You can hang out with us and some of our favorite members of the live cast nation. So hit up the Discord. The invite link is at ripalivecast.com. Dusty also asked, was Rob the guy who smoked weed at Arthur Ashe? Hate to break it to you, Dusty. There wasn't only one guy who was smoking weed Well, I think Ashe. he's referencing a specific thing from yeah, the U.S. That, Open. I was going to ask. Oh, what happened? must be some incident that I don't know. There was about. some tennis player, I think maybe Nick Kyrgios, one of the, like the bigger men's tennis players, like in the middle of a match, like complained. That there was someone was smoking weed in the crowd and it was distracting him. So they. Uh -huh. Oh, I see now. Nick, okay, accuses fan of smoking marijuana and warned for spitting in U.S. Open win over uh, Benjamin Bond. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so he was just being a little bit, be a little bitch. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, That's so weird because I was I went to a Mets game. I was right across the street from there, and I got arrested that day. That was so strange <laughs> for, some, for somebody else. Just yeah. That's true. Uh, but I did. I actually did smoke weed at Arthur Ashe uh, with my buddy. We we went out and had a little smoke break. Darren, no, not with Darren. I, and Darren, sure he, he would have. Uh, he would have fine uh, inviting me. I I don't smoke weed, so he doesn't even ask, which is fine. It was my buddy uh, who actually has a medical prescription for it, so he needed it for for his. It was his medicine. Is that a legit well. medicine thing, or has he got a like he? Because you know, maybe I don't know if he's I'm, from New York, but maybe he needs it just to smoke I mean, weed. Jeez, what is going on? That one's I'm me. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. That one I think I, is no. Me. It's it, it's me. Oh, it's as both well. at it's the both same time. It, it, it definitely it. was one right here. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> uh, uh, Shifty Shortcake says Arthur Hash. Am I right? Uh, I mean, you don't even need to change it from Ash. It's already like a weird yeah, weed Ash reference. Yeah, Ash is also like, a thing. <laughs> I want to give credit. I think Dusty made that joke, too, once when we were talking about yeah. Arthur Ashe Stadium. But there was a smoking section, and we were not the only ones smoking weed, long story short. Bless it. Bless our hearts. <laughs> but it was really fun. It was it was very exciting. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Lovely time. It was. Go see some pro wrestling live. Especially AEW. I never yes. ne never had a bad time at an AEW show. Yeah, I had a busy week. I went to see that show, and earlier in the week on Sunday, last Sunday, I guess six days ago now, I went to see Mashuga live. The they only band I know of Vert. that's uh, named after a Yiddish word. Yeah. That isn't a Yiddish band. Well, <laughs> do they? Do Yiddish bands even name, they even name their bands mm -hmm. Yiddish? Maybe. Uh, but I love Meshuggah. They're one of my all times. Uh, I, I think I've said, I've said this about Tool, but I, I feel it more so for Meshuggah now. It, it does feel like going to church, like uh, in the sense of like I'm overtaken by the music and I'm, I am one with it. And I want to just put my hands in the air and be like, yes! Do you have a hole in your armpit? Yes! <laughs> Other yeah. one. There it is. There it is. Rob just wearing his tattered Ooh. rags on the live cast. Yummy. It's the style it's, now. It's perfect for the armpit vagina. It's a little No, slit. it's good. It, yeah, it's good. And also it, it allows some breathing room. It gives a little yeah. air. A little circulation there. <laughs> Might be time to get rid of that shirt. 
This is my. Oh, it's it's so. I only wear this indoors. It's my yeah, Jose. Can... Man, it's my Jose Mangan uh, affliction T-shirt. There, wait, wait, did yeah. he give it to you, or are you just saying that's the kind of shirt he would wear? No, 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 no. It is. It is a a gift that he gave me, but it is his. <laughs> It is his shirt. Is it is his affliction branded shirt? I swear to God, I would have made that joke, but I thought it was too on the nose. So what I was on the nose? That like did oh is that what a Jose's shirts? But it's like yeah, so it like literally stereotypical is. that guy that I wouldn't even. Make I feel that like joke. we we've discussed this on we've discussed this particular shirt on the show before. <laughs> I've had it for quite a while. It, it, look, say what you will. And I will. Shirt's quality. It's lasted me a long time. It's got a fucking it. massive hole in it. The quality's and not it's, that great. Yeah, but that's that's fine. Though. That's fine. It's, that's you know, the style now. It's, it's honestly it's the 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 fabric itself is very comfortable, which is why it really I find it very hard to throw out. Good. Mm. I think my just not sitting straight accentuates my bosom. We need to bring the word bosom back into the parlance. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good <laughs> word. But yeah, so I saw Mashuga. Uh, so first of all, Converge opened for Mashuga. This was at the Hammerstein Ballroom oh, wow. in Midtown Manhattan, New York. And uh, I was very proud of myself. Found a parking spot one block away for free. It was very exciting. And uh, Converge brought it themselves. They were so good. They They fucking played a headlining set in their own right. Like, they... If the night ended there, it would have been satisfying enough, is how good Converge were. But then Sugar came. And I was in the back with my friends. And I was feeling it. I was getting my buzz on. And Sugar starts. And uh, I just felt like I was too far away. I've, I haven't. Normally, I'm all the way in the back. I don't want to be, you know, run into or whatever. But for Sugar, I had to get closer. No, wait, when and you say I, run into, do you mean like literally someone running into you or like running into yes. someone you know? Like a double no, axe no, handle. No. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I mean like 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 a mosher. I don't want okay. like to be knocked knocked or you know, all that stuff. I just want I want uh, some semblance of personal space. Yes. Which you can only really get in the back. But for Mashuga, I felt like I needed to be close. I couldn't, again, I couldn't see that much with the pro wrestling. I want to see the facials. You know, uh, Jens. Whoa, you want to see facials at a Meshuggah show? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Guar? <laughs> I, want to see, I want to see how he does those faces, those weird faces. Anyway, so the mosh pit, the main mosh pit was not too far away from me, and it was pretty big. And I thought to myself, if I had, if I just get to the mosh pit, I could totally cut through it. Oh be, boy, being a, a big strong man, and and then I'll be uh, I'll be fine. And sure enough, there I am in the fucking mosh pit, <laughs> and and it was fine. I didn't get hit or anything. It was just really, really fucking sweaty and disgusting. Uh, which of course, but it's like a Russian you know, bath. I, You're used to that. Uh, I guess in a sense, in a sense, yes, but it, it's a different kind of gross. There's no, there's no immediate access to showers here. Like sugar banya, sugar banya. Well, hey, uh, children of Bodom are opening a banya. Maybe sugar will be the night. Maybe that'll be the new trend with metal bands. But anyway, yeah. so I got to the end of the uh, of the the pit, and, and you know, I'm so focused on on protecting myself and not getting hit 
And I realized, like, oh, Rob, you should turn around. Like, like, let's see how close I am. And holy shit, I'm right there. <laughs> like, like I did. I turned around, and it is as if they are playing exclusively to me. Like directly in my eyesight is Tomas Hake, the drummer of Meshuggah, who is phenomenal. And I'm like, and I, I couldn't leave. As disgusting as it was, and all these sweaty, not attractive men bumping into me. Not <laughs> wait. One, I, uh, wasn't there something in the news no one this was week? Doing it Adam me. Levine was saying that only ugly girls listen to metal or something. Are you no saying hot, well, also? Well, we'll talk about. I'm not saying. I'm just saying in my immediate vicinity, mm. there there was nobody who I found attractive. But it's uh, probably for the best. You don't want a boner in the pit. Of course, I, I'm not looking harassment. for. Uh, yeah, certainly. <laughs> well, but, if, uh, you, if you make enough friction, you can get take care of the boner. <laughs> also i mean it is good for personal space if the boner sticks out enough it just keeps little that's a good point that's a good point it's a good way radius of <laughs> distance well uh you uh, gotta make sure you don't anyone by the way we should say a disclaimer anyone who has a, a penumbra uh whatever is that penile implant called remember the penal the penola don't go into a sugar show because yeah yeah personal, you're in Stay in the back or go in the balcony, perhaps. Uh, And so, yeah, no. So it was amazing. I stayed there the whole time. It was phenomenal. And I, I can't remember the last show where I willingly suffered through so much punishment, physical punishment in the sense of like, I was constantly getting elbowed in the back and, you know, as you, everything you would expect being third row at a Meshuga concert, which I hadn't done in quite a while but it was it was a wonderful experience but uh the reason that i that i've mentioned this is i had maybe the most random fan interaction i've ever had (laughs) or wildest there there's some qualifier for this fan interaction maybe you guys can help me out with it so uh in between converge and mashuga i'm going to the bathroom and I get stopped on the way to the bathroom. I'm not, I'm not there yet. And it's like, and all I hear is Rob. And I'm like, Hey, what's up, man? And of course, like, I, I don't know who this person is. I'm like, do I like, and, and it's that game of do, do I know this person and just not recognize them? Or is this a metal injection? Because I mean, it's a Meshuggah concert. The chances that people know about metal injection would be pretty high here. Uh, and, uh, he goes, Rob, bro, I've been trying to arrange for you to do DMT with blah, 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 and I just can't make it happen. And I'm just what? like, what? DMT is you? like, first of all, yeah, like, who are you? <laughs> and second of all, DMT is a hardcore psychoactive drug. It is like, it is, it, it is for advanced <laughs> drug use, like. I, my response to him was literally, I'm not sure my mind can handle that. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, all right, man. Well, I love your interviews, bro. Thank you for everything. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. All right, great. Hey, guys, I like drugs. <laughs> you probably heard that drop. But wait, so where he was tr- did you get any more information on why he was trying to hook you up with DMT? Like, did you speak I to think, him before think- or? No, no. Well, first of all, I had to use the bathroom, so I I wanted to get away from. I, I wasn't gonna sit there and linger. I wanted to go fucking piss. 
Uh, no, I did not get any more information on what I think he was saying. He wanted to do, set it up a video where I interviewed a musician while we were both on DMT. Oh, just because in the past I've done interviews where I would get high with people on marijuana, sure. which is a completely different drug. That, that's like that's like if if I have a do do interviews on camera where I'm having a beer with somebody and and someone comes up. Hey man, I want to set up an interview where we do thirty shots right away, yeah. and then do an interview. Like, uh, wait, that's different. But wait, so this guy thinks you still do interviews with musicians? Did you break I the news so. to him? I, like I said, I did not. Yes. I just he said, didn't wait for you I, by I, the I, door to the bathroom. No, he. I did not see him the rest of the the evening. No. What you should have uh, made. You should have made this a series, like Rob. Next week, Rob interviews the Red Cord while shooting up heroin. <laughs> Doing steroids with go- Tim Lambesis. <laughs> Just top ten here. tips for for how to inject your roids, like where to inject them. Speed eating <laughs> In and Out Burger with the drummer from uh, Dimmu Borgir. <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> uh, oh, g- good question. Dusty Rose Buffler asked, what was his metal injection junkie username? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was uh, Rob Pazabini as a lib cunt, right? That's oh, that guy. Right. oh, that may be him. Uh, he also said that he actually meant DDT. <laughs> Did he grab you oh, no. front face lock and slam your face <laughs> into the gonna bathroom pin you tile? And make you humble. No, no, no. It was DMT for sure. And then at the end of the night, I'm 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 outside waiting for friends. Uh and I get Did you get uh, did you find any? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. And I get smoked up. I get I get lit oh, up. So I guess you did find a friend. I did find a friend. Uh actually Sid, you knew, you knew him from the temple days. Ilya, remember Ilya? That kid's still alive? No he's way. still alive, but he's no a massive pothead now. Well, you say well, he was he's a massive pothead then. Oh, okay. We'll see when I met him, he was straight edge. I think because his parents uh, uh told him like made him not do drugs, and so he tried for a while yeah, not to works. do it. And then he just became an even bigger pothead. Mm-hmm. But that, but it was good. He had re, he had really good stuff. He smoked me up, he and then the somebody else. He just like he was at the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, wow. somebody else walks up to me eating a pizza. Like, hey, are you famous? Which, <laughs> like, how do you respond to that? Like, why are you putting that on me? I, I of course said no. I am not famous. <laughs> He's like, no, I've definitely seen you. Are you are you on Metal Sucks? And I said. No, I'm actually on metal injection. And he goes completely sincerely, not at all ironically or making a joke. I go, no, I'm metal injection. He goes, oh, metal infection. Right on, man. I love it. I love your stuff. Cool, man. Yeah. I just We just finished the show. Like, he was clearly, you know, like, out of it. It was, it was very endearing. It wasn't anything. It wasn't. I'm not shitting on this guy. And he mentioned that him and his girlfriend, are at the show because they won tickets from WSOU and oh, wow. me, me and uh, Wait, uh, my friend exists. Anthony. And that we that we were like, wow, people <laughs> still do that. People can still win tickets from a radio station. I, th- I, I feel I like in the so. next contest is you should just win the radio station. It's got <laughs> <laughs> to be worth like ninety bucks now. <laughs> 
Oh, man. No, SOU is the only uh, free over-the-air metal station in New York. Yeah. Uh, and barely in New York. It's from, like, South Jersey, and you barely yeah. hear no, it. No, it's got the, the signal's gotten much better. I think they improved oh, the, right? the antenna. Yeah. So you can That's just – I mean, of course, you can just listen to it streaming, but, I mean, like, you can listen to it in the car, in the car. with the air radio? Yeah, over, yeah, yeah, 89.5. Oh, wow. Yeah. I used to, but it was always faint. In the old days, no, no, no. Yeah. It's it's significantly improved, especially now with like HG radio and all that stuff. Uh, and it's and as a radio nerd, it's cute to watch these like freshmen, you know, broadcasting students. <laughs> Rob thinks it's their... cute to watch freshmen. Mm. Oh come on, do their air Mr. checks. Drop. Well, at least uh, they're in college, Rob. He's making the the joke is progressing towards the <laughs> harshness. I didn't I didn't qualify it in the quote. So oh, okay. The drop we hear five years from now, we won't remember which kind of freshman he was talking about. I tried to bail you out, Sid, but oh well. You're determined to be a prick. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I am like feeling very old right now. I'm 30. I I just turned 39. I'm the only live cast host still in their 30s. Yeah. And uh, but no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> but uh, so Lawrence's niece, Lawrence, my boyfriend, uh, his niece and her friend, they're staying with us because there's a hip hop festival in the city this weekend, Rolling Loud. Where's that happening? And it's in the city field parking lot, it's oh, actually that's right, right, the, right we where talk, we were. We were talking about how that uh, could conflict with traffic right yes 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 yes, yes. and man, man like just being around 20 year olds you really you really feel the the generational divide let's just say just uh and nothing really specific but but also they were telling me so the first night of the festival was yesterday and it was you know i don't know a hundred thousand people i don't know if it's a hundred thousand but tens of thousands of people it was it was packed and she like everything she was saying you know, while at a Mashuga show, it was fine. It was only like 2,000 people. Uh, and, you know, you could stand at a reasonable distance back, still enjoy the show. She was far as fuck back, and she was saying, like, oh, it was so sweaty. And a guy, this guy, like, peed right next to us. He said, oh, yeah, I really have to pee. And he just went and peed, and he peed on some woman's leg. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then they were talking about how there was this girl she kept trying to cut, and and they were like, "Look, you can't, you're not going to get anywhere. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> you know, you're done." Uh, and she pushed through them anyway, and like separated them by four people, and then she just ended up two, like one row ahead, like ultimately did. And it's like, oh yeah, all of these things made me realize like how taxing going to a festival specifically is versus. Just going to see one or two. Like, I can only handle two bands max. Yeah. Converge. Like, I showed up. Converge started playing almost right away. I made sure to check the set time. So I got there right before they started. I was I sit through one set change. Fine. That's doable. Hit the bathroom. Get a drink. Boom. Headliner. I'm out of there. Sometimes I don't even stay through the whole head. Like, sometimes yeah. I'm leaving before the encore to beat the rush. Yeah, you're if 40. I, this is if why I, I've already I, cut to the end where it's like, oh, I just won't go to the show. No, <laughs> that's still, the quickest no, no, way to I get still, home is to not leave. That's when Rob's 40. I still yeah. feel the power, like the power of live music still entrances me. I love it. I love experiencing live entertainment, live, like, 
it is not lost on me how magical the idea that these fucking five Swedes flew over here and they're creating this thing as perfectly as it is sounds in my headphones when I listen to it, but live in front of me. Certainly some artists don't do it all live, but still, it's still very cool. And I love that. It's just everything around it that sucks. Getting there, getting in, the prices for the fucking drinks. Other people. Yeah. Other people, yeah, they should just be performing for me. <laughs> well, here's a good question. Uh, Shifty Shortcake says, I think people have been behaving worse at gigs since the pandemic, like they forgot the rules. Is that true? I could see that. I could see that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really experience uh, too much of that. I, the only thing that I uh, really annoyed me uh, being that far close, and again, I haven't been this close up at a show like this in a very long time. Uh, is crowd surfers. I think that should be illegal. <laughs> like crowd That's surfing is just fucking the word. It's so fucking selfish and rude. And you can't opt out of it. Like you have to support. You can't the opt out of it. And like I'm a, I feel like I'm a big target as a tall guy. Like uh, people were trying to use me as a springboard. Like oh, just they, no. they just fucking grab on my shoulder Ugh. and jump up. I would, you know, like uh, certainly I would not participate but sometimes i didn't have it like i had nowhere to move and didn't have a choice immediately you know? like, squat immediately squat <laughs> immediately counteract what they're trying to do that was yeah would be my yeah i would never yeah i would well, never I'm about, participate. I'm about i'm about five inches shorter than you and still people would do that to me too and i would the first time they would do it i would stiffen up i'll say bro i'm not your springboard like find somebody else yeah if they do it again i would pull them down and make sure that they do not use me as a springboard yeah, because and fuck you, no, fuck you, no springboard. Because here's what happens when they do that: they don't just springboard you; they get up there and then their foot goes in your face. Yeah, that you're now the, mm-hmm. the horizontal springboard as well as the Honestly, vertical springboard. Worse than the just crowd the killing. Yeah. Worse Wait, than cra- like crowd crowd killing is bad. Is what is crowd killing? killing? Crowd killing is when you're in the middle of the mosh pit. And you run at full speed towards the edge of the pit and uh, jump and then just start punching yeah. the crowd. You're killing They're the windmilling. Crowd, just like Wind. you're just being a fucking dipshit. Uh, that to me is more tolerable than crowd surfing. And I hate crowd killing. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because if some dummy punches you, like it's 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 not enjoyable. But like you get you get a what do you get a bruise? If one of these people they're pressing on your fucking vertebrae like they could do serious damage yeah. to your body. I've talked about it before when me and Rob went to see uh, Nine Inch Nails back in the day when we lived together. A crowd surfer landed on my head and I had a my neck ached for like the next five years. Yeah. Not all the time, but if I did this, like I just have a pain right here all the time. I blame the media. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm joking, but I'm not joking because they glorify crowd surfing in every movie. Anytime there's some sh- like movie about a, a show, a rock show, there's people mm. crowd surfing. Like they make it look like the coolest thing. Everyone's participating. They're all pushing the person equally. It's like a socialism, you know. And then uh, in reality, it just looks nothing like yeah, that. It's, it's fucking just- stupid. Dangerous. Here's a tip. And I, I will preface this by saying only do this if the crowd surfer is the same sex as you. Oh, yeah. But if you'd like to dissuade crowd surfing, pop a finger in their butt <laughs> as they go past. Some, I mean, depending on the show, maybe they're into it. Maybe that makes the crowd surfing experience yeah. better. Right. But there's also a good chance they'll be like, you know what? I'm not doing that again. 
You I might got get a finger a, in my butt. You might get a date. <laughs> a, P, a, a PG version of that is give him a wet willy. <laughs> that takes too him. much preparation. They're probably past you by the time you've licked your finger and pulled it back out. Mm. That's a lot of work. Would you lick that, your finger and put it in the butthole? No, I go in dry. <laughs> I'm just wondering why you think it's okay to rape the same sex as you, but not the opposite. I don't know. I feel like the punishment <laughs> would be like a little bit less harsh. Oh, okay. In that case, that's all. <laughs> I'm looking out for the fans. I don't want. I don't want live cast very much in, into equal power dynamics here. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He doesn't want. Yeah, cool. like I've picked that up in his personality. <laughs> or just like reach into their pockets, try to steal their wallet. Something that works. I like something that. where they're like, you know what? I I have made a mistake. Crowd surfing. I will yeah. not do that anymore. But here's how you do it. It's like an after school special. You just you find them after the show. You say, I have your wallet. You don't have to steal from them. Just say, I'll return this to you if you promise never to crowd surf again. Maybe what what move was it? Fight Club, where the guy where he uh with the guy the convenience store guy is like you got to go and follow your dreams i'm going to keep your id and if i come back here and you're still working at the convenience store i'm going to kill you was that fight club yeah. what movie was that that was fight club yeah so yeah you could do that i'm going to keep your id and i'm going to be at every metal show and if i ever see you crowd surfing again i will murder you <laughs> that's a good good way to do it i might have better success than uh finger finger i mean should try both you never know. <laughs> uh, Shifty Shortcake says he's going to try that at Fu Manchu this evening. Where's Fu Manchu yeah, playing? Fu Manchu's playing live still. If he, if it's successful, that move might get known as the Fu Manchu. <laughs> the Pooh Manchu. <laughs> Maybe you get in there and chew a little bit. Oh, the they're man. in Shepherd's Bush Empire in London, UK. Oh, dear. Fancy. Shepherd's Bush, mm. eh? <laughs> Isn't that you know, the band Bush is named after that place? That true? I believe. Rob, can you confirm? I know you're the Bush super fan among us. I'm I'm not a Bush super fan at all. Sad. Uh, I heard there was a local woman that used to uh, get naked and squat on a shepherd's pie, and that's where Shepherd's Bush came from. Oh, <laughs> come on, man! Come on, guys. So what was this thing about uh, Gene Simmons that we started talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was going to say. My ears are ringing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this Gene Simmons quote up uh, here. Uh, he, 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 he willingly admitted he has no friends. He proudly, perhaps, admitted he has no friends. Uh, let's see. This was in an interview with Goldmine, which is What a, is that? It's a music collector's magazine. It's a vinyl I'm, magazine. I'm already interested. Anything with gold, <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. This is why I have no friends in Bubkus. I have none. That's because I love gold too much. His gold mine is that uh, he pulls the gold teeth out of the people who use the kiss coffin before they're buried. <laughs> you know that guy Hitler had some nice ideas. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't agree with everything, but <laughs> he was a real money maker. <laughs> So, all right. So, do you have the quote, Gene? <laughs> do you have the quote oh. up? It's the second paragraph. Oh, I, I'm sorry. No, I, I of the link. Where's the link? I was reading it. Where's I'll post link? it in the chat, in the private chat. Ah, there we go. Uh, Even today, as I sit here, 
other than that Mashuga Paul Stanley. And we only get together when we do stuff for the band. How do I say this without sounding inhuman? He can't. Everything he says. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's <laughs> impossible. I don't have friends. Bupkus. Yes, if friends means, gee, I don't know what I'm going to do this afternoon. Hey, you want to come over and hang out? And more... <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talks to people. Prospective friends. You want to come over and hang out? I'm more interested in what I want to do. And I don't want to pretend that I'm interested in what you want to do because I am not. I love that his the like he's too self-centered to have friends. Yeah. And he's like, very self-aware. I feel that we should all be in touch with what assholes we are. That's a, you know, maybe a, a redeeming quality somewhat. Now, do you think this was his choice or his friend's choice? And now he's just trying to own it. Yeah, like I think it's more like nobody wants to hang out with him. Nobody's calling him to hang out. Yeah, you know. And now he's like, "Yeah, that's on purpose." I mean, Sid, do you relate to this? <laughs> no, plenty of people would like to hang out with me. I okay. just pick and choose my spots. He's rejecting all of them. You just don't like <laughs> to hang out. It depends what we're doing. Your spot is right where you are now. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, that is actually true. I'll go out to have a succulent meal with my friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go to a museum, you could fuck right off. Yeah. That ain't happening. You want to go to a botanical garden? I'm busy. I have plans. These are literally all things his wife likes to do. <laughs> well, thankfully, she has lots of friends, and they all like doing that stuff. So she's golden. That's good. Not a fan of botanical gardens? I, there's bugs there. What are, I could look at flowers on the computer if I cared yeah. about looking at flowers. Well, also, could you imagine Gene Simmons calling somebody to hang out? Like, he like would have calling, somebody like, call them. He wouldn't be the one making the call. My assistant will be calling you to hang out later today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be the call. <laughs> My assistant, Susan. Lovely girl. You'll <laughs> never have to actually come in contact with me. <laughs> so you're just hanging out with his <laughs> assistant? Yeah, she's, she's a shiksa. She's terrific. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. See, when I saw these headlines, I thought he was like saying, you know, I'm so busy with work and I'm just very career oriented and I'd love to have friends, blah, blah, blah. But no, he's just saying, yeah, fuck him. Yes. I'm around people too much. I get very chitraita in the kepi. I don't really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking weirdo. These people are a pain in the tuchus. How does this quote even come up? What were they talking about? Like, did the interviewer say, do you have friends? Like, who are your famous friends or what? Let me see. <laughs> Let me look do you know Robert Pazzabini? He wanted to be Gene's friend and Gene rejected him. No. It yeah, maybe like, it's not you. It's me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't say. Who's the byline on this? Frank Godla? No. <laughs> no, the byline. is uh, There's no. It's the staff. No byline. Oh. I guess this came, so it's a magazine, and this is just three excerpts from the magazine interview. You got to read the magazine. Oh, this is like Metal Injection linked to it. I thought it was, uh, like yeah, no, 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 reporting. Gene Simmons is too busy to to <laughs> offer those kind of interviews. Yes, I'm too busy with my non friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read, read. He, there's a, there's a, I sent the link of the the main oh, interview. Okay. Uh, here. Uh, uh, it's oh. in the private chat. Uh, Any, no, I mean, also, where's the, in the in the page? Where's what you want me to read here? Oh, okay. It says on the afterlife. On the on the afterlife. Oh, Jesus no. Christ! Yes, I'll be with I'll be with Yahweh. 
Uh, no, it's just, I'm okay if there's a heaven and a God. I'm okay with it. I'm also okay if there's nothing. I lean towards nothing. <laughs> That's the same thing as his philosophy with friends, too. Yeah, I lean towards <laughs> no one. My question is, if we get an afterlife, do mosquitoes? Maybe my mother's sort of wise statement about every day above ground is a good day, and that's it. If we get that's an afterlife, the subway. This, this sounds like, Sid, you're sort of in line with Gene Simmons here, because you don't want to be around in heaven if there's mosquitoes around, right? I'd, I mean, that'd be... I, do, what would a mosquito have to do to get into heaven? What's like a good like? Is it being like sting stinging most people possible or refraining from stinging anyone? Yeah, well, I well, mean, the it's, thing is, its purpose is to sting. It's not being a dick by stinging. That's what it's put on this yeah. earth to do. If there is a heaven, then if there is a god, God made the mosquito with the intention of stinging, of uh, sucking people's blood out, so and spreading malaria and face-eating diseases. So but I I'm guess sure. once you're in heaven, you're probably like, you're not getting diseases from a mosquito at that point, right? Even if they're around, they're probably just chilling. And if they yeah. bite you, I can imagine that it like leaves a mark. Right. Or, or if it does, you could just get rid of it right away. It's heaven. Yeah. I've always believed that the best version of heaven is uh, you don't actually interact with anybody. Like They're all just sort of simulations of other people that you know. Everyone's in their own separate heaven. Yes, so you, I, there's a Sid and a Rob there, but you all might be in hell. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but I get to interact with you. Okay, you know, that seems like way more, but because because if they, if it doesn't work like that, it doesn't work because everyone has personality conflicts. If like you might want to do your perfect existence, might be something I hate, you know, yeah. or like, someone who's who is like a very close loved one to you. Can be somebody who murdered another person in heaven. Right. And they have to be in heaven with their murderer, you know, because they're part of your heaven or whatever. But there's like billions and trillions of people in there, technically. What are the odds you'd run into the person you murdered? That's true. But what about this? What about, you know, maybe I don't want to do what you want to do right now, and I still love you, and you still might be my best friend, but Sounds like you're sounding like Gene Simmons right yeah. now. <laughs> yes, no, I'm not. I'm saying there's a time and a place. He's saying I never want to see these fucking people. But it's like we've always said this about our friend Jeff that passed away. Like we have another friend who always posts on social media. I saw Jeff, he's played a song in this diner for me. Or I see, you know what I mean? Like she's always saying, This guy spoke to me. And like, do you think these that's what heaven these is? coincidences that these, like yeah. are, are vague references yeah. to things that remind her of her friendship with him? It's like he's in heaven playing the song for us right yeah. now. Like his afterlife like, is he's being a DJ for your fucking diner <laughs> once in a while. Yes. <laughs> he gets an alert on his heaven phone. Like, um, he's just like, he's just hanging out by a pool somewhere in heaven drinking. <laughs> and, oh, like, fuck. I got to go play uh, Green the, Day yeah, in this fucking there. diner. They're in a diner. I gotta go DJ. Hold on. <laughs> I gotta I gotta go play corn for her now. And then Sorry. it's only one fucking song. All of that effort, and it's one song, and then he goes back. <laughs> and that to him trip. from his perspective, that's a thousand years. So it's really messed up for him, you know? That's like, fucked up. It's part of heaven, man. <laughs> Fortunately. Gene say anything else? Yeah, he had some he had some life advice here. What was the what was the third thing? What he wished uh, what, he knew. What he, yeah, what he wished he knew when he was younger that would have made life easier. Have the, more money. Yes, <laughs> more coffins to sell. No. Uh, 
that it didn't matter what I thought I knew, and it didn't matter what I knew. You still have to wade through the jungle by yourself. All the knowledge in the world, or no knowledge at all, doesn't prepare you for life, because there's no one journey, there's no one road. Sounds like a white stake song. Yeah, what is he even fucking talking about? That's Sounds like, like an old man. Nonsense. I, I'm just picturing him with his uh, fucking Aquanet hair going through the jungle. That can't be good. <laughs> it's a deleted scene from the Warriors. <laughs> Warriors come out and pay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reboot coming to Netflix this fall. <laughs> or actually, Tubi. <laughs> Couldn't get it on Netflix. Crackle. <laughs> It's on crackle. It'll, it'll be on Vimeo. A live leak. Live, live leak. <laughs> <laughs> right after a guy getting his head chopped off on the subway tracks at seven. Can you can you imagine? I feel like uh Gene Simmons giving life advice. That could be a show, you know, like <laughs> how, how we joked about uh, you know, when Vinnie Paul had his column in Revolver magazine, it always eventually right. just evolved to you gotta eat her pussy. Yeah. <laughs> his is just like you gotta lose your friends and make money. That's yeah. it. That's all his advice. His advice never is eat you gotta, pussy. You, you gotta you gotta never eat pussy, pussy and buy a kiss thermos. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the link. <laughs> uh also a follow-up to uh what happened you know i don't know if you remember a few weeks ago we talked about friend of the show dave mustaine and only a few uh, weeks ago uh, most recently uh the most recent thing i believe we talked about with him was uh (laughs) that he claimed that he was the alpha of metallica that he was the leader of the band that's right i remember uh, oh, it was on the Joe Rogan show, right? Like, mm-hmm. insane uh, interview that he did on Joe Rogan. Many insane things. Imagine, a matter of fact, he shut Joe Rogan up for quite some time, which is hard to do. He notoriously talks over his guests a lot, and he was just sitting there like, "This guy's an insane person." <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, to be accurate, this was a recent interview with Classic Rock Magazine. Mustaine was asked about a comment he made in his autobiography where he referred to himself as the leader of the band uh, in the early 80s. And the interviewer said that the statement was a bit strange since James and Lars are such alpha males. And uh, Mustaine responded, Oh, no, I am clearly the alpha male between the three of us. Why did I have to do everything when I was in the band? Why did they always ask me to talk to the promoters, collect the cash? Why was I the one to do the fighting? Blah, blah, blah. Why was I the one talking between the songs? So uh, the one person who uh, who could really uh, talk to this, who would comment, like obviously James and Lars don't give a fuck. They're, they, they're too busy on their fucking private islands to care what Dave Mustaine is saying. But Ron McGovney, on the other yeah. hand, the original bassist. Oh, wow. uh, I don't have an impression of him. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, he tweeted, Dave talked to the promoters? Question mark. Collected the cash? Question mark. James didn't play guitar before Metallica? Question mark. Ron Burgundy? <laughs> <laughs> Rob McGovernie? <laughs> no, uh, that's how I re- oh so he goes James didn't play guitar before Metallica that's not how I remember those days just the opposite actually so believe it or not somebody's calling Dave Mustaine a liar 
Did Dave reply? He typically will stand up for himself when he's pushed he back. Did not on. reply. He did not reply to this, but it's a pretty beta move. I don't know if you recall a while, a long time ago, many, many moons ago, before Dave got proper management, mm -hmm. he was was spouting conspiracy theories, and one of them was uh, talking about that Obama staged uh, a massacre at a Sikh temple um, in Aurora. Said. <laughs> okay. Well, actually. You're right. Now he's saying that's not what he said. I, no, I, I linked right. it in the private chat. Darren, this is where your Dave Mustaine impression does work out. Okay. Uh, I wonder I wonder if there's still that footage of him. Probably not. I'm sure his management has killed any of that live footage of him. Act, like the video of him doing it. You don't have okay. it on your hard drive, Rob? I don't. I don't. It's right next to his crowd surfing porn. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's because the, 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 you know, what Sid yeah. suggested. Oh, I see. Uh, when I was down in Singapore, we were on stage goofing around, goofing around, making stupid, drunken, bonehead jokes on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and I said something that really negatively affected me for quite some time. It affected him, not the people yeah. that he said it about. He's the real victim. <laughs> right, because he lost he lost out on, on, on business because people didn't want to work with him. <laughs> and you don't realize about stuff like that. We're living in a time right now where people are just very, very sensitive and argumentative. Very litigious. I just learned that word. And we just want to play Megadeth music and be happy. We've got our own stuff that we need to take care of with our work, with our family, and with ourselves. <laughs> there you go. He didn't mean it. He was just joking. And yet. That's how he's happy on stage, by joking that the president set up a fucking massacre. All right. I mean, like. Uh... Okay. Okay, Dave. I don't know what to say. Uh, the funny thing is, like, like Obama, like, literally bombed the shit out of people. Like, he legitimately killed people. Why do you have to make this up that he killed a school? That's a good point as well. It's so There's bizarre. Like, every Republican idiot, like, critique of Democrats is, like, less bad than what they actually do. It's like you, you pin, they're pinheads. Obama did call for a drone strike that ended up killing people at a wedding. Like innocent, at a mosque. Really innocent, yeah, innocent people. I, I think that's far but worse. I will say that means the wedding ended early. And that's <laughs> a win for everyone. If you know what Sid always, Sid always tries to find the positive in a situation. That's what I always yeah. said about Sid. Well, yeah. but Sid wouldn't have gone to the wedding, though. It uh, depends how close I was to the jihadist. Yeah. Okay. Or whoever <laughs> sit in the imam go way back. I had to like, like I had to go. I was ready to get out of there at four thirty, and then I heard the air raid sirens. I was like, "Woohoo!" Just you know, <laughs> stick around till they serve dinner, eat really fast, and then hit the fucking road. Once they're dancing and eating cake, that's when the bombs drop. You're already on the road home. You're this fine. is always Sid was on the you know Route twenty nine out of uh, out of. Cobble and any <laughs> yelling out the window. Here it is, murder. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Well, they, they did, you know, Barry hooked me up. He had cleared out the American citizens before he drops the. Oh, that's nice. oh come on. Of course. That was nice of him. See, yeah. it wasn't all bad. Yeah. yeah. What about all the good things Obama did? <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have uh, this podcast if not for Obama. But what oh, really? about all the good things Hitler did? <laughs> what? Who was that? I don't know. Uh, Hitler? He was the, uh, <laughs> the Adolf Hitler. Oh, I was He's talking the, about uh, his younger brother, Larry oh, Hitler. Larry. He, oh, he did a lot of good things. He was awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, always in his, always in his big brother's shadow. He didn't. He didn't do any conspiracies, uh, school shootings, or like he didn't make up any school shootings at all. Fake school shootings. I mean, <laughs> what? Well, one more Mustaine uh, link in the private chat, Darren. If you could read this quote. Oh, sorry. Uh, something that Sid, Sid would appreciate. Uh, <laughs> Dave Mustaine claims he's a stickler for grammar. Oh Jesus Christ! The guy that said uh, the. Peace de la, de la resistance. Is this people <laughs> for grammar? Yeah. Listen, this this isn't. A, oh, here it is. I see. Uh, the songs really never are done until they're done. The, oh, thanks for that. The lyric is a whole different subject because I am a stickler for grammar. And a lot of times I'll go back and look at my lyrics and think, God, what are you, a fourth grader? Because some of the grammar and the punctuation stuff will be off. Why does it matter what the punctuation is? Does it yeah. Matter? it's. Are you writing the liner notes? Like, who cares? Someone will transcribe it. Yeah. <laughs> but it helps me a lot to go back and look at what I've written and learn from that. Because sometimes I'll sing the song in a character. So many of the songs are about relationships. I've had many relationships. No, I added that. Uh, so a lot of times <laughs> if I'm singing it, it can be me or thee. It's whatever. What the fuck? What? I can be me or thee. I'm very There's confused. that grammar working out. Asked if there has ever been a situation where a cadence containing perfect grammar might not be flowing with where he's trying to go with the lyrics. Mustaine said, no! The thing for me is if I'm trying to write a lyric, I've got a pretty good <laughs> grasp of the king's English. So if I to... <laughs> Just absorb that for a second. So if I have a word that I want to use, that's the king's English right there, that doesn't fit... I'm pretty safe at saying I know a synonym for the word in question. Oh, wow. You've actually you got a pretty big you. vocabulary. Very stupid. Like, Hello, me. Meet the real myself. <laughs> there you go. That's a synonym. <laughs> Hello, thee. Meet the real thee. <laughs> <laughs> That's not working for me, Dave. It's not working. I got to try something else. Hold on. Hello, ye. Meet the real ye. <laughs> How's that? That all makes sense. Maybe this is why he's so against pronouns and all that stuff. Because like he, they don't fit his Megadeth meters. The new. Oh. he's the only one allowed to use synonyms. That's his thing. Hello, they them. Meet the real <laughs> they them. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't work for me 
And he prefers girl guy girl. <laughs> girl guy oh, girl. Now that that's something we can work with. Let's run that back. <laughs> I like that. Hello, girl guy girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Dave. <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> Need the freedom to say incorrect pronouns. And I, so that's, you know, we've got to thank him for being out in the media. Have you listened to the new Megadeth album, Darren? Just what? Just that that single that we played on the show, mm, Dogs of Chernobyl. I mean, we have played the video of it, yeah, but that's it. I haven't listened to it. No good. I haven't listened to it yet. How long has it been out? It's been out a few weeks. Wow. I thought it, it came out like right before the show last week. Am I wrong? Or maybe it was, it was oh, right it? before one of these shows. I'm not sure. So I remember thinking I should listen to it and then kind of talk about it for two minutes oh. on the show. And I did. And I didn't. <laughs> it actually came out from my, on my birthday. So, oh, uh, so that's three oh, weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. mistake. Wow. Yeah, see, that's how unaware of it I am. It's just none of his recent albums have been very good. The mm. the one from like I guess thirteen that was the last one I kind of liked, and that's like ten years, right? Yeah, it's been a while. It's crazy. That was the last one I kind of liked, and even that was very uneven. Yeah, I listened yeah. to all of them once, and I don't like maybe that thirteen was probably the last one that I played again. <laughs> after the first time Jeez. how many have there been since then two like four four really yeah. i've definitely listened to all of them at least once but i don't think any of them got another spin from me uh, but let, let me ask this question have you spent more time listening to those albums or listening to dave's cameos like if you total uh, it all up what which is taking uh, up more of your time, you two? That's a good question. Well, let's. I mean, I've listened to his older albums. No, no, no. no I'm not just the new those. ones. The, yeah, the shitty ones. No, yeah. I. Well, let me put hmm. this on the table. I've never listened to a Dave Mustaine cameo outside of the show, watching them with you. Okay. So, however much that is, that's how much I've it's listened a good to. Amount. It's a good amount, but <laughs> I did listen to probably okay. So four. You said four. Full albums, so maybe four hours. Okay, yeah, four hours maybe, of no, I, yeah. I don't think we've listened. We watched close four though. Hours. We have done a lot We're of cameos. Close. Yeah, <laughs> and then you listen back to the show to extract clips. So some of them you've listened to twice. Good point. Good point. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> Definitely say it's close. Um, <laughs> ye, ye have a very good point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to change things up a little bit. Uh, oh. Play, you know, it's been a while since we've had a hot live cast jam. Oh, but, but I think I found the next one. You know, some previous jams. Obviously, we've had, uh, you know, Hall of Fame level jams inducted into oh, our yeah. live cast Hall of Fame. Uh, such classics as "Smell Your Dick," "My Neck," "My Back." My pussy wetter than SpongeBob. Yeah, my pussy wetter than SpongeBob. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. My- so, so into that canon, I would like to present this. I'd like to put it in a canon and shoot it out. Can you hear it? Yes. Yes. 
Oh, I, this is a classic. I oh. know this one. <laughs> what? There's a Planned Parenthood in the video? So, so yeah, they're, they're, the video is in the parking lot of a Planned Parenthood. The song is called BDF, so... I'm BDF, nigga, baby, daddy free. That me, I ain't got a nigga, baby, coming out of me. So I'm A-B-O-R-T-I-N-G. On my way to the clinic, I forgot the plan B. Let's go. I got murder on my mind. Let's go. I got murder on my mind. Let's go. Yeah, bitch, I got murder on my mind. Let's go. Bitch, I got murder on my mind. I forgot the plan B. Ain't no nigga cuffing me. You can't put me on the shelf, bitch. I'm outside with the team. All these bitches having babies, but that ain't finna be me. Said he wanna settle down. Nigga selling all these dreams. He got one kid, two kid, three kid, four. Bitch, he cheaper by the dozen if his ass have any more. And I'm only That's 25, amazing. still got a couple years to go. I don't need a babysitter, cause this baby gotta go. It's a shortage on the milk. And them diapers be expensive. I ain't tryna be a milk. So I swallow all his children. I got high feet. So you know I'm big dipping. Niggas trying to fall in love. Political. Niggas, I ain't with it. I didn't took care of niggas. Now it's time to care for me. Rearrange the alphabets and skip the L's. I'm a P. I be on these bitches next. They like me, I can't breathe. VVS is in my Cuban and my wrist is AP. Let's go. Yeah. Bitch, I got murder on my get back mind. To the, get back to the abortion I part. Murder on my mind. Bitch, I got murder on my mind. Let's go. My only like critique so far is that she's saying like, murder BDS, and not murder. But Dave Mustaine would approve. Sure. Murder. On my way yeah. to the clinic. I forgot the plan B. Let's go. <laughs> Who's there's like an old woman dancing? I think that's her mom. T-shirt. What? That's, that's the abortion doctor. Whoa. Whoa. Hello. <laughs> This is oh, a very yeah. explicit music video. Yeah, put on some Nitzaret. What is yeah, the, Why is this? Is that the, the video? Alec cleanser from that. That was great, but it was a little intense. Wow. It was intense. You know, you see a lot of like uh, pro-choice media artists and stuff. You don't see too many like pro-abortion. Yeah, like, like no, let's, literally, yeah. let's kill those kids. There's one thing to be pro-choice. Another thing to be, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, it's. It's That's not just pro. It's not like you don't you see uh, songs and, and messages saying this is a medical procedure, that this isn't just murder. You don't see anybody feeling empowered that, no, yes, I am murdering. Well, yes, you, say, you see this from the man's perspective all the time of like, right. no woman's going to, you know, saddle me with a kid, blah, blah, blah. But you never see the woman's point of view saying the same fucking thing. I think that's fan. Like honestly, that's fantastic. Quite yeah, I, I I genuinely think this is an empowering song. Because the only person because... actually getting saddled with a kid is the woman, right? Yeah. Even if she has the kid, the guy just bails. She can't bail. So this is like total female empowerment. It's a fantastic song. I support you. More abortions, please. Yeah. There's already too much traffic. You Facts. get an abortion. You get an abortion. You get an abortion. Everybody gets an abortion. Make it rain with abortions. Here yeah. you go. It needs to be destigmatized because, like, right now, even like the pro-choice is like, well, you know, it's better if you don't need to have one. But you know, as a last resort, blah blah blah. No, no. it's fine. It's, it's just it another fucking medical procedure. Resort. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Get that stigma out of here. Get out of here. Certainly after, I feel like certainly after a certain point, uh, it, it 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 makes sense that it's only 
because of a medical reason. After nah, a while. fuck that. Get the tow truck. How about there. this? Yeah, <laughs> late-term abortions will yank the kid out of you, and then you decide. Take a look <laughs> yeah, at it. Size it up. Yeah. Live or I, mean, I guess well, you no doctor is doing a third trimester abortion unless unless it's like a, you know. So uh, you're you're the president. What do you do with the baby if she declines? She takes the baby out. Man, eh, I'm not really feeling it. What do you? What? Where does it go? To the I put the forceps in her hand and let her finish the job. Oh, okay. that's oh, well, that's okay. some empowerment too. What are we doing with the corpses? Can we harvest organs or stem cells? For get everything baby? we need out of those babies, and then I don't know. How feed about feed, some hung, feed yeah. those polar bears in the fucking North Pole that are dying out. They need something <laughs> to eat. Feed the uh, people in England that they, they were bringing those jelly sandwiches <laughs> to, the, the to the queen's the queen's dead fucking rotting body. Ba- bury bury all those uh, babies with the queen. How about that? Oh, that's good. Mm. <laughs> we'll like, place uh, the corgis with those dead babies. We like to end the better call Saul. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I mean, like, people are going to be watching. I don't see any dead babies. What's he talking about? <laughs> You'll see. Yeah. You got to relax your eyes like one of those puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> dead babies everywhere. It's true. Better call the abortion clinic. <laughs> Pick them up. <laughs> it's like, what's that? 1-800-GOT-JUNK? Yeah. 1-800-GOT-BABIES? Got-BABY? Got I support abortions for me, but not for thee. <laughs> Gene Simmons doesn't have any friends because they were all aborted. That's fine. I sell forceps as well. Uh, kiss, <laughs> kiss forceps, cranial pro uh, retractors. We have all that stuff. At the Gene Simmons Medical Supply mm-hmm. Warehouse. The way Gene Simmons performs abortions is he puts a little cyanide on the tip of his tongue and then he sticks it inside the mm-hmm. birth canal. Oh, and he didn't have to get on the fetus's head, and (laughs) he didn't even think he had to get that close. He could stand across the room and do that. He's got a very long tongue, yeah. It's true. true. Uh, (laughs) What is this show? We're very far afield from yes, sir. Very far afield. Uh, That's a word I learned last week. (laughs) A field. What uh, I'm sorry, I'm loading a, a new the clip. Japanese NBA. What was? The... Yeah, this is oh. Russia is on the forefront of not only war but uh, sporting achievements. They have the slap fights, which small is small scale war. We should say they're not only attacking <laughs> Ukraine; they're attacking each other in fall. Yes, yes. Here we go. <laughs> so it's an MMA fight for our audio listeners. <laughs> Inside of a, a like a stereotypical British phone booth, <laughs> like they're they're right up on each other and they're fighting. That's the sport. <laughs> and it's 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 done completely sincerely, not for comedy. There's coaches yelling into the phone booth. This is absurd. I mean, it's, it's kind of for and it's. I mean, there's really, there's really no technique other than fucking like just punch and uh, as fast block as your you face, can. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, just throw fists. Yeah, really Someone will come. Oh, he stunned him. Oh, oh, he's gonna die. All right, call it, call it. Ref. That guy's dead. They call you on the phone inside the phone booth when, you, when it stopped. 
Is there an actual phone in there that he could take off the hook and like hit him in the head with it? There does not look to be a phone. Oh, bullshit. It's just the booth. This is fucking absurd. Yeah, that guy that guy looks 12. What the fuck is going on here? I'm going to say he looks like a 12-year-old Barry. Is this the Russian uh, LSAT or something? What is going on here? Like, this is the... Oh, the PSAT. That's what I meant. The one that the little kids take. <laughs> Wonderful. Bless their hearts. Yeah. Russia's always trying something new with their media. You know, that's what that's the be, the, the biggest positive example of, of media deregulation. You know, who needs sporting commissions? All oh, right. Well, these guys are going to be in the Russian army soon. anyway. Yeah, so they've be been drafted. To... Both of them. That's it. <laughs> And uh, this clip is a, is a few weeks old now, but I, I still want to play because it, it warmed my heart. Now, you know, like these uh, right-wing idiots, their new thing is to go after drag, drag, re like drag readings, drag brunches, like not libraries. Brunches. Yeah, like drag readings at libraries. So basically these drag queens show up and read to kids. From regular they're not reading like, fucking like, they're not porn. reading like, you know, porn. They're reading children. They're not books. reading from literatica.com. And also, yeah. like a fucking, yeah, exactly. Like a drag queen is essentially like a fucking a dressed up clown a or princess. a princess. It, it's yeah. a combo. It's somewhere between a princess and a clown. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so it's like, it's really not that big of a deal. But now some people on the right have, have said it's like a fucking grooming event and yes. they want to recruit your kids and make them trans and do all these evil things to them when it's like no they just want to fucking read to these kids so these completely innocent events have now become these weird fucking political war zones in the sense that now these bigots show up and they start a scene and they get very aggressive and then some of these some of these readings have gotten shut down just because these libraries don't want the commotion you know, they don't want the fuss. And in some cases, there's threats of violence that seem pretty serious. So God bless the great people of Texas, the great leftists of Texas. They oh. do exist. They're all in Austin. These armed volunteers showed up to ensure that this drag reading event would go, would go down and check out this right wing snowflake complaining. Uh, like, like, like this clip is perfect. She just spit on me. That's that's the right wing nutshell. He, he spit on me. She just she just spat on me. Well, what did you call them earlier when you were talking to them? Didn't you call them a bunch of fucking pussies? No, I called them pussies. Yeah, oh. I mean these people here. No, just the ones that are wielding AR-47. So what are, you, what are you here to do today? AR-47 is not a thing, by the way. Right. There's an AK-47. AK yeah. <laughs> I'm here to support people that don't indoctrinate and groom little eight-year-old kids. Credulous. So why do you need to get in someone's face? I wasn't. I was walking over here to talk somewhere. It's funny that the people that force their children to go to church every Sunday and, and read from a book are complaining about others indoctrinating. Yeah. But go on. It's not in against indoctrination. They just want their th indoctrination. Oh, this particular indoctrination. Yeah. 
So I, I, just, I need some clarification. This one, and we gotta go. Who are you? Get away! You can. Who do you need to talk to? I didn't. I wanted to go talk to somebody. None of your fucking business. Who I want to talk to? Okay. All right. I know because I thought this was a public sidewalk. I'm being peaceful. I was just going to talk to pedophiles. Fucking close. Look, I was just. I'm being peaceful, but these fucking pedophiles. Calling people pedophiles. Can I ask a question? People. Just I need clarification on what exactly grooming means in this context. It, it's I always thought grooming its meaning. is like yeah. you're like trying to prep a young person to eventually fuck you. It's lost its meaning. It's been memed. Because yeah, like the I don't think the drag queens are like showing well, up. They're, they're like they're one day these kids them. are all gonna go down on us. They're grooming them to become trans, is what they're saying. So it, that's like a the, whole. That's not. Grooming, right? The, the, yeah, the word is word grooming. They co-opted it completely. Yeah, and, and, and right, and it's like so they're grooming. Like, why do they want them to be trans? Because it's their agenda. Everybody needs. They don't want gender now. We can't. Well, women can't be pregnant anymore. Ah. What? Oh well, there's a thing now that men can be pregnant because they're talking about trans male, uh, female, yeah. to male trans men yeah. who can still biologically get pregnant, and they they. Well, is it, it, Do they want them having abortions, or they no, can't no, have abortions no, either? Well, the th- the the reason this comes up is because to be inclusive, literature now instead of saying pregnant women, it will say a pregnant person, right. and it's what because literature? like, well, like, like stuff in like like Planned Parenthood or whatever. If there's okay. like document any sort of you know official documentation, so now there's this, oh you can't even say women anymore. This is sexist. It's like no, pregnant persons includes women and trans men and non-binary people. But also, who gives yeah. a fuck? What do you mean? You could say whatever these, you want. It's just like a pamphlet. Give a fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. Like- the other literature that appeared in was the Kiss comic book. Uh, we're very, <laughs> very inclusive about that. Uh, there was that one where men. Ace Freely got pregnant. Well, it's it's like it's like the whole it's like a new gotcha from the right. Oh, can men get pregnant? And then I feel like some on the left kind of play into it. The answer to that question, if a right wing person says that to you, is I don't know, dude. Bend over and let's find out. That's the answer. (laughs) Done. Done. It's finished right now, pal. (laughs) I mean, who cares? There's a little more to this clip. Let's, Let's watch it. It is stupid. I just wanted to talk to someone. I get my five. I'm going to get off of you. You can't be here. Is that Roger Clemens? You know, I'm sorry. This is a free podcast. Roger Clemens is an actual groomer. Yeah. You know that story, right? Yeah. Oh, no. What's the story? And who's Roger Clemens? He's a famous baseball pitcher, a great pitcher, but he was, he's done a lot of horrible shitty things in his life. But one of them was he sort of, dated a 15 year old without dating her like just you know non-sexually right yeah yeah i don't forgot who it was but like then they actually dated after she was of legal age but he established Maybe a relationship with her. yeah established a relationship with her when she was underage and then proceeded to... now is that right she yeah she died herself. in 2013 did it have to do with roger clemens uh she shot herself oh I so mean, possibly. I don't know that it didn't have to do with Roger Clemens. Right. I'm sure that whole situation didn't help. Yikes. Yeah. She reported a possible long-term relationship between McCready and Roger Clemens that began when she was 15. Mm-hmm. Clemens' attorney denied the affair, stating that Clemens would bring a defamation suit. He admitted the relationship existed, but described her as a close family friend. He stated that... Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so I don't even know if I'm right about the fact that he held off until she was legal. I, that's what I had heard, but I don't know that that's true for sure. Apparently, in an interview, she said she was 16 when they first met, oh. and their relationship didn't become sexual until several okay. years later. Still gross. Yes. Just want to say, didn't want to say incorrect information. That's all. Oh, Clemens might sue us too. Well, I do want to mention as we as we wind down that we do have a Patreon. Oh. And we have a lovely episode of the show. Uh, our latest Patreon episode that went up uh, last week is a episode of it's basically a whole bonus timeless episode where we talk about really dirty things like penis enlargement surgeries. <laughs> Like we and really go in on it. I don't know like why you like every time you insist on leading with that. Every time you mention this, the because I the feel like we spent forty five minutes. Frank Fedio is that, that's true, and I you're feel under, like eventually we we do eventually have to play that clip on the main show. I feel like do it right now. It's a Give a teaser. Do it right now. Play yeah, we Frank don't have Fedio. to go. We'll, you'll see this more in depth on yes. our Patreon. But we'll is it show the you. Link? I can't find the link. We're going to show you what we deleted it. Let's see if I can yeah, find because, it. So it's basically Frank Fedio is a New York. Uh, he's like the New York Democratic National Council like chair or something, right? He's some local bigwig, uh, local politician. Correct. It's in the private chat, Rob. The YouTube link. You don't even really yeah. need to know exactly what he yeah. is. He's just a corrupt. It doesn't chair. even matter. He just has a fucking hilarious thick accent. He's a cartoon <laughs> character. But we. Do oh, there call- he is. Eh, we do cover. No. We do what cover who he, who he is. And this- yeah, let me just get to the. Here, here's the footage. Powerhouse Frank said. Oh no! Captured on video. Frank no, this is like one of those bots that take a news story and oh. create a slideshow. No. Hold on. It's worth the wait, folks. Anyway, so it's on our Patreon. Five bucks a month. You get access to all of our bonus episodes. We have over two years of bonus episodes. Okay, I found. I found I found the original clip on Twitter. Here we go. Oh wait, <laughs> he's coming to arrest you, Rob. It's defamation. Yeah, let me mute myself. This was at like a Democratic Brooklyn Democratic Party meeting at some like nice seafood restaurant. Yes, things got very heated, arguing over which shitty corrupt judge or politician or whatever they want to install uh, without any democracy happening. This is the democracy. Yes, the elites arguing over which shithead to promote next. The elites of Bensonhurst. That's the next Sopranos movie, isn't it? Yes. Oh, you're muted. 
This is what they do all across the country, though. They get the locals to do what the fucking party yeah. apparatus wants. And they're all sh the shitty people of that region. As Dusty says, democracy manifest. Yes. Get your hand off my penis! So you can get all that. And of course, the previous episode this month was a live cast Hall of Fame episode, and we definitely induct the democracy, democracy, democracy manifest guy. You sound like the He's Texas the Rangers jersey wearing uh, guy at the protest. <laughs> democracy manifest spit on me. Officer, officer, he spit on me. Uh, we inducted him. Who else did we induct in this one? Uh, the Gutan Dugas lady and uh, Danny. We, we played some remixes of Danny too. Uh, lots of great episodes in the archives. And yeah, we talked about Gene Simmons. One of the worst movies we've ever watched was Kiss, uh, Night at the Phantom. What was it? Kiss? Night at the Phantom yeah. of the Park of the Operas. Yes. <laughs> one of the, the, the terrible matter? Kiss movie that. You can't even find anywhere. We found like a really bad rip of it because they're so embarrassed and rightfully so. It's it, you can barely call it a movie. Barely, just barely qualify it. It's tons of really fun stuff like that. And uh, if you want to support us, of course, uh, but don't have the five bucks a month, you could just hit us up or join our discord or, or, or give us a nice rating and review on your podcast listening app of choice does a lot and and, and uh, as a little extra we have a RAPL livecast music break every week we each pick a song we throw it up on there and uh, we have a long playlist going over a day long we each pick a song I picked a great song by Converge Effigy from their classic album Axe to Fall like I mentioned earlier in the show I saw Converge earlier this week and they were phenomenal they were phenomenal and to the point that I had to put them on all week. So I, I'm, I'm sharing some with you, the live cast nation. That's my pick. Darren, what's your pick? I picked Shakira Ojosasi, which means eyes like yours from her. I guess it's her first uh, major label release, not her first album, but she had like two. She had one album when she was like a preteen or something. And mm -hmm. then, and then she had like one, like, you know, indie release, and then she got, and then she, the Gloria Stefan's uh, husband, the producer, produced her first major album release, and it, she goes hard, man. It's not like she became kind of poppy later, you know. But this is like the best way I could describe this album is kind of like late '80s, early '90s Bon Jovi in Spanish with Middle Eastern uh, influences. Wow. It's really good. Uh, she became pop. She's still good in her pop mode, you know, like hips don't lie and all that. I like all that stuff. But she she was like a legit rocker before. And she's really good. I recommend Shakira. This album was all in Spanish. And then the next album was the big one that she had. Whenever, whenever. That's the one after this. Mm. And yeah. that was uh, one of her favorite uh, favorite yeah. bands. I remember. She said yeah, she she plays back in black live. When, oh, like wow. she used to mm -hmm. anyway. But uh, this is uh, a highway to hell and black and black. But she, this is this album was purely in Spanish. Next one after was hybrid Spanish and English songs. So she was trying to appeal to American audience. This is sellout. A, yeah. Oh yeah, but it's still really good. Yeah. All early Shakira is really really good. I recommend her to everybody. Darren's been a fan of Shakira since the demos. Yes. No. Actually, that's <laughs> not true. I found her on whenever wherever, and then I 
I, well, you can't even say specifically it. when you found her. It's just whenever, wherever. <laughs> that's you're right. I, that's very unkind of me. <laughs> tee, tee. She's really, really good. I'm a big fan of hers. And it's like, yeah, it's just you know, she just uh, evolved and she did she did the money thing, you know. But uh, and now isn't she like getting too? prosecuted for tax evasion or some shit? Is yeah. that true? I don't know. There's yeah. some sort of legal issue she's had. She, she claims she claims that she did that. It's a it's it's all a mistake. I remember she got divorced like she and then she was doing her like media rounds as a single beautiful woman mm-hmm. uh, celebrity, and she went to uh, City Field. Oh yeah, that was earlier game, this year. And she met uh, the 957 year old manager of the Mets. <laughs> he was. And he said he was a huge fan of hers, and he was like basically in love with her. So. Yeah, it was weird. It was like a whole week-long news cycle about how excited Buck Showalter was to meet Shakira. And at first, <laughs> it, like the assumption was he has no idea who she is. He's just being silly. And then it was like, no, he's sort of like really into her, and it's sort of weird and creepy. All right. Yeah, he's got an old man trouble on going. <laughs> That's what the Seattle's is for, Darren. Got to make it count. She's single. All right. And... Uh... Do I get to... Say my playlist pick, or we just skip yes. over that? Yes, you, you do. Sorry. The Beths, Silence is Golden. They are a indie pop band from New Zealand that my wife was listening to, and this one song was quite good. So new music from Sid. The rare time, new music. New music, Sydney. And RIP stands for RuPaul isn't a pedophile. Oh, that's good to know. I don't for know. our earlier discussion. It's a little random. Drag but... The oh. drag queens grooming. Fair. It's a different kind of grooming. You just comb their hair and shit, do makeup. Yeah, that's fair. That's all. And uh, before we go, I want to give a shout out to our top livecast fans. Oh, how can you be a top livecast fan? You're awesome. <laughs> I did. Well, if you're a member of our Patreon, it's only five bucks more, 10 bucks a month. Gets you all the perks of the $5 perk I mentioned earlier with the bonus episodes. And you even get a TV column from Sid. But then you get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. Uh, how, how, how do I let's pretend each one of these people has run into you at a concert and you're looking for an excuse to get away from them. I like that. All right, Eric. Uh, great to see you, man. Uh, hold on. I, I'm getting a call. Uh, Benjamin, bro, dude. Awesome. Uh, listen, I got an interview. I, I'll talk. I'll, I'll talk. I'll come right back. Uh, El Duterino, bro. So great to see you. So great to see you. Did you just get into town? So listen, I got to use the bathroom. Uh, Dan R. Sam, I am. Wow. Haven't seen you two in so long. Uh, I'm going to get a drink. Uh, I'll be right back. Uh, Mindy Mayus Kippa in the flesh. Did you check out the merch booth? Cool. I'm going to check it out. Just uh, I'll be right back. I want to see if they have that shirt that I like. Jander. Shasur Sasutsis. Rob Ganushin. Cattle decaf. Bros. What up? We haven't hung out so long. We got to hang out soon. Yeah, for real. Totally. Uh, listen, uh, I think I see my friend over there. Uh, I'll be right back. And then uh, we got Hugo Likes Tacos. We got Lando Danks. Rob of Empire. What's up, bro? Uh, Rob of Empire. No, no, I'm good, man. I just smoke. Thanks. Thanks. I'll let you guys <laughs> smoke. I'll let you guys smoke. LaCroix, Corey, Scotty H, bros. Did you see the opening band? You missed the opening band. Bro, you missed the opening band. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find my I gotta find my crew. Enjoy enjoy the headliners. Doug Pigman, you son of a bitch.
Douglas, who are you, Levison? What are you doing here? It's been so long. It's been so long. Hey, guys, it's Josh. Josh and Douglas. You guys catch up. Uh, I'm going to go get a drink. I had to repeat that last one. That's the show, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. We kiss you. Bye-bye. Oh, I wanted to sign off with something. Ooh. I'm Ron McGovney. Go fuck yourself, San Diego.